Hello again. So I've decided to continue recording these things and releasing them on my new podcast. Um, I remembered that I actually started a podcast many years ago. Well, I actually signed up for the platform, but um, I never actually did anything with it. So I figured that whilst I'm on a roll, I'm going to record these and then I may just kind of release one every day sort of thing. Um, so hello and welcome to the Journeying Stories podcast. My name is Nili Ilgu and I am a mother of two boys, married, living in London and yeah, just I guess navigating through this pandemic which there's a lot of confusing information about when we're going to come out of it, how it's going to happen and all of that so I haven't really kind of allowed myself to kind of uh, go down the the news the news feeds of um, that kind of information. I think that as and when I am uh, ready <laughs> to explore that further, I'm going to do that. Um, yeah, so I started this pop- podcast. I actually created the channel for it uh, many years ago in the hopes that I could convert my blog posts into recorded audios, I guess, and then have a place where I can collate all of those and then share from there. And it was very much from like a a mindset of, you know, I have a business and I want to create meaningful content and I want to put it out there um, to make it easy to be found and all of that. But now um, I'm not in that mindset. I've currently put the brakes on doing any business related tasks and I am focusing on personal creative projects. So thank you, my love. Can you plug that in for me just down there? So here's the thing. What you can expect from these sorts of episodes from me is that I'm going to be doing my life regardless of what I'm recording. That may mean I'll be cooking at the time or cleaning or even just having a conversation with my children. Like if they pop in and want to ask me something and whatnot, then I will be doing that. I won't be editing any of this because I feel like it's just so much more work to get it, like, to perfect it and all of that. And um, that's not what I really want to do. I just want to, I guess, record the things that I want to talk about and then release it and then just have it out there, really. Um, and if it um, if it means that you want to kind of engage with me, that's perfectly fine. If not, that's fine as well. Like, let's just do this the way that we are, right? And just show up as we are um, and just do stuff. So, yes. Um, I am a person that loves to talk, I have to say. Uh, talking is one of my my many, many loved uh, pastimes. Um, but I guess this is something, there's something more here and I, I don't quite know exactly why I want to do this so much or what it's going to lead to or what's going to become of it. So I'm releasing all of that need to figure all of that out right now and just having this moment with you, with myself, with anyone that is going to come by and have a listen and whatnot. So there you go. There's my intro to the, to the podcast. Ta-da! Um, right now I'm sat in the, the bedroom with, at my desk. Um, and there's something that popped up that I really wanted to talk about And a few things happened recently, I want to say, over the last few weeks that have really kind of made me think about this a lot more. And I guess in a way, releasing it out of my mind and kind of freeing myself of 
just constantly, you know, ruminating over it um, is something that I really want to do. Because sometimes, you know, I find that journaling about it is something I want to do, but then sometimes I just want to talk about it. Um, and just, and I, I guess in a way, also, you know, I just want to talk about it without actually piling it onto someone right now. Because, you know, I can call up any one of my friends and be like, hey, this bothers me and I want to just like talk to you about it. And they, you know, they might oblige me because they're my my friend, but it might not just be the right time for them to receive something like this. So that's why another reason why I actually want to do this podcast, because I guess I just want to record um, the the process that I go through when I'm thinking about things or how I'm making sense of it, but also just do it in a way that doesn't involve anyone um, you know, eating into anyone else's time or, you know, their daily schedule or routine or whatever. So yes, big thumbs up about um, being considerate of loved ones who, you know, would love to kind of hear from you, but perhaps don't have the time and space right now to deal with whatever you're going through. Um, and I'm just speaking from my own personal perspective. I'm not saying that this is a rule of thumb that everyone should abide by. Um, but really, it's just like, I'm just, I guess, speaking out loud of something that I I'm picking up on right now. So this episode today, um, actually is something I really want to talk about. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it justice in its entirety today, but I definitely want to explore it. And perhaps that might just allow me to move on in certain ways or go and further explore this in my journaling. Um, because that's the thing about journaling is that it's always there for you. It's always there to receive you as you are. Um, no judgment, no shame, no nothing. You can show up as you are, speak about whatever you want um, and then just turn the page and move on sort of thing. Um, but I don't know, there's there's a reason, there's something holding me back from journaling about everything that is uh, bothering me at the moment. And I don't know why that is right now. So perhaps this is just another way that I can just express myself um, and that will just allow this to be released. So the thing that I want to talk about today is names right? Um, My personal belief is that I believe that names are sacred. Um, Names are important. It's important to me to get someone's name right when I'm speaking with them. And I am very conscious about that and intentional when I struggle to pronounce someone's name, um, that that they help me to pronounce it in the way that it's meant to be. Um, The reason being for this is that I actually have um, a bit of a long name. (laughs) Um, and it's been butchered over the years and that's been very painful to be on the receiving end. Um, I wouldn't say I was bullied, especially for my name, but there were bullies that basically used to rip, you know, rip it apart, um, take the mick out of my name. And it really bothered me. It really hurt me. And so I, decided to kind of try and disassociate from my name. So I hated my name. Um, I felt like it was the wrong name for me. Um, I felt like I I didn't deserve to be, uh, to have a name that could be misinterpreted, you know? And so I went through all this in my my younger years, obviously, as a child, um, childlike mentality, obviously, was that if someone takes the mick out of you, then there must be something wrong with you. That's the way I internalised it. And I can see how that's had an impact. And even today, I use my name as Nili Ngui. Um, because 
in a way, it's a form of protecting my name as well, is that I'm fed up of people getting it wrong and I'm fed up of people not caring that they get it wrong. So therefore, I've decided to use my name in a way um, which is very easy to remember, very easy to pronounce and is no issue whatsoever. And also, it's a very endearing way to say my name, if that makes sense. So um, all my life... Um, I grew up with my names, you know, I know the reason why I have them and the reason I was given them. And maybe I will go into that one day. Um, today, as it stands, as a as a 30 something year old woman, um, I am proud of my name and I am very protective of it. And I love my name. And one of my I guess my lifelong ambitions is to live up to my name as well. So those are just some of my thoughts about that. Um, there have been some incidences recently where um, some things have happened. Maybe I'll go into it. But also something that I remembered was a movie that I watched. And I just want to give you a heads up that there is a spoiler alert coming up um, because I will be discussing a scene of that movie that really kind of <clears throat> really um, impacted me. And so the you know, heads up, there's a spoiler. I'll put in the show notes um, to the part that you can skip to if you don't want to hear about it. Um, and that's perfectly fine. So the movie I'm talking about is Molly's Game. So it was a movie that was done, I, I guess, around, I want to say maybe within five years ago sort of thing. Um, Jessica Chastain is the main character. Um, Idris Alba is also in there. Kevin Costner, um yeah so it's a pretty awesome uh movie I watched it a few years ago I've seen it numerous times since then because there's certain things that have happened in that movie that has just stopped and made me think so much um but there is an aspect of this movie so there's a scene in the movie when um Molly uh Jessica Chastain's character um is arguing with her lawyer who is played by Idris Elba and um, he's trying to convince her to come up with the um, the proof that would basically get her out of trouble, you know, because she has it, but she is not willing to hand it over. She's not willing for it to be used um, in her case because, you know, she has her reasons for it. You know, she's she's a very proud person in the sense that she cares very much about reputation. She cares very much about um, her impact on people who who were involved in her life at some point um, and she she cares for very you know deep reasons and she explains that in certain scenes of the movie but in this particular scene it comes to the it's like the, the like the final straw with the lawyer who is like you need to basically give this evidence up because it's your life like your life is on the line and you know she gives a very passionate response in into the reason why she won't do it but then she he keeps pursuing it and pursuing it to the point where she's like it's my name and it's the only one I've got and it I will have it forever like and that just hit me so deeply of how true it is not just for her in that moment but for all of us like what we do in our lives impacts how we are remembered of course absolutely um, in this instance, it was very much like I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus just so that I can have, I can save myself, right? Um, 
And it was just such a profound thing because, I mean, I don't know if I would have done the same thing, um, but it's definitely made me stop and think, like, just the aspect of, like, this is my name, you know, how I conduct myself in life, how I am with myself and with others, like, it impacts my name, like, it impacts me. And this is, whether I like it or not, want it or not, this is how I can, this is how I impact others and this is how um, my name will be remembered in some capacity, right, of whoever I've impacted, whether good, bad, ugly, they will always, you know, whether they remember my name and it brings back fond memories or whether, you know, like they remember my name and they, it brings back terrible memories or whatever, like that matters and it matters to me. So, flashback going back to when I was younger and my name would be you know would be just made fun of um and I would be like people that would use my name would use it in a derogatory way towards me um it was to hurt it was to inflict that kind of hurt on me and it did and I never kind of reacted badly even though I wanted to lash out and just tell those people off or just give them a piece of my mind and all of that. I never did it. I just kind of absorbed it. And I then made it about myself. I then began to hate myself um, because of it. Uh, because again, like I said, as a child, uh, when I when people bullied me or whatnot, you know, I thought there was something wrong with me. I didn't actually, I couldn't, I didn't have the context to understand that there's actually something wrong with the other person and it's not with me, even though they're directing it towards me. It actually has nothing to do with me. I'm simply someone that can, that they're using as a target, someone that they're using for their bullying fodder, you know. So coming to those realisations much later on in my life, um, you know, I decided uh, also. So something else happened. So as I grew up and everything, um, I acquired the nickname Nil, N-I-L, um, the first three letters of my middle name, <clears throat> And so everyone be like, nil, 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 you know, I had one friend in school that would actually call me one nil and would be like one nil, one nil, one nil, you know, like the football score sort of thing um, and whatnot. And then I remember I had another friend and in sixth form, bless him, um, he used to call me Nilly, you know, and every time he saw me, he smiled and he'd be like Nilly like that. And I just remember how that used to make me feel. And that was just so like. Yes, like loved in a way, you know, I felt good about myself. I felt like this person was good with me in the way that they said my name or, you know, a version of my name. And so anyway, I left that to a side. I, I, I wasn't conscious about it back then. I guess it's being more conscious now that's allowed certain memories to come forward. And that's a wonderful thing as well is because we have all these memories kind of saved up and we don't know how it's impacted us until we come to a certain point in our lives that we actually look on you know look back on something or we're trying to process something now and then like we have all these like wonderful memories that come forward and when I say wonderful what I mean is that not necessarily good like memories as in like a good situation thing happening but I, st I still look at them with wonder even if it's a bad memory or it was a traumatic experience because you know that was then and this is now and it's like all of these pieces of the puzzle were waiting for me to I guess check them so that's one thing of it. And then fast forward much later when I met my husband and we got married and 
moved to New Zealand, we were living together and whatnot. Like, even he, bless him, struggles to pronounce my name correctly. And I didn't say anything to him about it. I don't think I was even consciously aware, just just kind of revisiting it in my mind's eye about it. Just, you know, looking at those scenes that I've lived. Um, I remember that he actually started calling me Nilly as well. And it just, I just loved it so much. I was just like, yes, like, I love how I feel when someone calls me Nilly. Like, and again, like, I couldn't piece anything together. And I wasn't like looking at it in the means of like, what does this all mean? Um, But I definitely was like impacted by that. And so I think it was like last year or the year before. And I was having a conversation with a few of my friends and they had grown accustomed to calling me Nil. And I decided that I was going to bring it up. And I, I expressed to them that I, I don't actually like to be called Nil because I associate it with nothing. Um, and I have, for the majority of my life, nothing to myself. Um, I didn't think I was a person that was worthy of taking care of, of worthy of loving, of respecting, of, you know, just being kind to. And so, you know, in a way I treated myself like that and I invited others without knowing that I was doing this to treat me like that as well. And so I said to them that I no longer wanted to be called nil. And the reason why, I gave them my reasons. I told them why, you know, it had negative associations with it. Um, And that I would prefer to be called Nilly because that makes me feel lovely. Like, I just, I love hearing my name being called as Nilly. Um, And in my majority of, like, my my relationships in terms of, like, my friends and, like, you know, public facing and all of that, I prefer my name as Nilly. You know, in my privacy, in, like, with my family and those that are from Turkey you know, they actually are able to pronounce my name correctly and they do it lovingly as well. And that just makes all the difference. So it isn't like, oh, you know, you have to call me this now. But if you know me and if you care about me in any degree or anyone, in fact, ask them, you know, by what name they would prefer to be called by. Um, And Anytime I've done this, no, I've never got like a negative response. It's always, or like a confused response. It's always been like, actually, this is what I do prefer. And to respect that of them, you know. So names mean a great deal a lot to me. And I'm noticing that this actually, this recording is hitting almost 19 minutes. (laughs) Um, I may go on for longer, just so that you are aware. Well, you will be if this is recorded and uploaded. Um, You'll see how long this particular episode is. Anyway, so all of that aside, um, there are some other things perhaps I can go into. Again, I don't have to address it all today. Um, So something happened recently, and I'm not going to go into all the details. Um, I don't want to expose the person or anything, and I'm not doing this out of spite or anything, but I do need to speak my truth. Um, I was in a situation where some private um conversations were happening and a particular person was being taken the mick out of um that to me when I say taking the mick or taking the piss or something like that what I'm referring to is like making fun of someone right making fun of you know their abilities or who they are whatever it is like that's what I mean when I say that phrase 
So I noticed that a particular person was always coming up in this particular way and their name was being taken the mick out of. Not because they had a funny name, but because of the way that they, I guess, experienced um, their interactions with them or how they judged them, um, they decided that they wanted to call her another name. And so what happened was that this wasn't done to her face, it was done behind her back in a private kind of group conversation. And I was very uncomfortable with it as soon as it came up and I said nothing. And usually I have the biggest regrets when I actually say or do nothing. Um, even though when I do something and it doesn't actually land right and I've, I, and it, you know, it's caused some harm to someone um, because I haven't been considerate enough or I haven't, you know, thought about the consequences of being a certain way. I feel like I can make amends for that. But how can you make amends for not saying or doing something when you know it's wrong for you? Like that, I can't reconcile with. That is a bigger bigger regret issue that I have um, <clears throat> as who I am. And so what happened was um, her name was kind of distorted. Um, and it was all meant to, in, in a, even though it was done in a, a, a jokey way, it was it still had a negative connotation to it. It wasn't done to to lift this person up. It was done to put that person down. And that really bothered me. And I didn't say anything until um, conversation happened again in a group setting format much later. And I noticed that this time it wasn't that they were joking about her name, um, but they said... I had to pause there for a moment because I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm also considering if it's the right thing to reveal it. But yes, it is because it's not it's not revealing of any particular person anyway. So they said that um, in the jokey way of like calling that person by another name, let's say, um, because, you know, again, they weren't really getting along with her. They 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 didn't really like her. Um, they also, you know, even though it was a joke and I knew it was a joke, they said she doesn't even deserve her real name. That hit me hard. And that really, really um, made me snap, snap in a moment in, within myself and also snap into the moment that I was experiencing. Um, because I came forward and I said, um, I don't want us to be this way. I highlighted what that person said and I replied to that particular comment and I said, I don't want us to be this way. People's names are sacred. Um, and this person then went on to react to me about, I guess, how it affected them by me speaking up like this. And I'm not going to go into the whole back and forth of that, what happened. The reason why I bring this up is because the thing that I wasn't able to express in that moment, but also something that I hold dear to my heart anyway, is that I don't make it very clear of what I will and won't tolerate around me. And I think I see this as well with others. And then it's something that we all kind of end up carrying forward in our lives. When we are not clear of our boundaries, when we are not clear that we will or will not tolerate certain things around us. And I see that this struggle kind of affects a lot of people that I already know or groups or networks that I'm part of who are constantly saying that they struggle to convey what they mean. They struggle to actually speak their truth. And the struggle is because 
there is this fear of backlash. There is this fear that you will be misunderstood, misinterpreted, and it will be used and held against you. And that's why we remain silent. And it's such a sad thing because that's what causes greater pain and greater issues later on. Um, ad infinitum, you can apply this to your own life and, and come up with your own examples of this. And so I want to right now just kind of honour myself in expressing this, regardless of what may come of it and whatnot. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well um, about how you feel about this. But um, around me, and if I'm part of anything or any, you know, in any capacity, whether it's a family, personal related thing or professional or just even just public or social, um, I, I respect people regardless of who they are, what they've done, um, whether we ha- we can agree or, or do, you know, on certain matters or not. I'm not out to get anyone for being who they are. Um, I think it's I guess, in a way, if I perceive someone to be bad, let's say, in my opinion, it's punishment enough that they live their life. You know, I don't need to add to dressing them down, putting them in their place and arguing, wasting my life, my time, my effort, my energy on trying to convince someone of who they are or what they are or whatever. And what I think of them, like there's better things to be doing, you know, to be done in life, to be honest. That's how I feel. But when you're around me, and even if I agree or disagree with your stance against someone else, if you make it personal about anything to do with their name, who they are as a person, I'm not going to agree with you. It's never going to happen. I'm never going to be supportive of that. And I guess my regret is that I didn't speak up sooner. I didn't actually speak my truth sooner to say, if this is the way you want to talk about if you, if this is the way that you want to conduct yourself in private with me when I'm witness to it I don't want to be part of this I don't want to be around you I don't want to be around this because it's wrong for me it's wrong it might not be for you it might not be a big deal at all and whatnot and whatever but for me it is because we're talking about someone we're, we're talking about another living soul who has gone through their own life of all their own challenges, their own stresses, their own things. And we want to take the mick out of their name. Like, it, it kind of comes down to this, really. It's like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And it made me look at this person and, and, and feel for the first time, because I, I guess in a way I was brushing a lot of things under the carpet, hoping that maybe I was wrong about this person. Perhaps they are, you know... Uh, they are better than what I imagine them to be, you know. Um, and so I gave a lot of leeway in that. But really, um, this person had shown time and time again that no, they're not. And sure, it could be like, oh, I'm just ranting or I'm just like getting it off my chest. I'm just having a moan and all of that. But when it's relentless, when it is constant, when it is like there's no kind of room for, you know, being forgiving of someone's flaws or you know their behavior that that may have affected what was happening at the time you know I don't the thing is is I don't do that with myself anymore I don't hold myself to impossible standards at this that I need to even please myself to this degree in this way like who who are we then to expect it of others especially when others have been vulnerable enough to actually share some aspects about themselves about why they are the way that they are that they perceive to be that way 
and it's not met with like kindness and compassion it's met with like suspicion and eye rolling and nonsense to call it like bs this is such bs that this person is speaking like this and it's like who are you to say that that person felt like they wanted to share something about their lives and it's like I can't see how we can move forward in terms of being kind and caring and compassionate about each other if we're just making about what we perceive to be like the most like flawed thing about them like in a way that someone can be vulnerable and say hey I know I messed up or hey I'm trying I know that I didn't show up before I'm trying now but here's the reason why I didn't show up before and here's here's what happened and here's the way that I kind of am as a person and how I need to be for myself to keep myself safe and healthy to just be met not in their face though just behind the scenes of like you know taking the mick out of them and then even their name and and whatnot and I just think like if you need if you need to do that so that you can cope with whatever you're going through in your life then you need to address that properly head on you know unequivocally you need to kind of do more work there to to figure out that hey this is what I kind of I start taking the mick out of people or I start taking the mick out situations or I start doing this and so I start doing that as soon as I feel comfortable uncomfortable or I'm not in a good place in my life or making about anything else and it's like that's never okay I'm sorry like when is that ever okay and I think that because all of this nonsense happens behind closed doors let's say in in very private very small settings and it's like if you sincerely feel that way why are you not like that when you're public facing then because that's the thing it's like I don't believe in being two different people, one in public and one in private. That doesn't mean that all your private life has to be out in the open, you know, for all of sundry to see and to get involved with or have an opinion about. No, but I feel like if that's how you conduct yourself in private, then obviously, you know, to a certain degree, it's wrong and you don't do it publicly. But then when others do it, like, for instance, when celebrities are exposed, (coughs) excuse me when others do it when celebrities are exposed you know when others do it and celebrities are exposed or politicians are exposed of how they conduct themselves in private you know the whole world loses their shit the whole world you know has something to say about that and how it's not right because they are in a public you know facing arena they are responsible for people or policies or whatever they have an impact they have an influence and therefore you know we hold them to such kind of high standards my question is what about ourselves how are we holding ourselves to that same exacting high standards because that's the thing it's like you have every right to believe anything that you want about anyone absolutely right but if you are a hypocrite about it then what what sense does any of that make what sense does that really make to you in your life and I get it you might want to rant I get it that you might want to just say your piece so that you can release it and whatnot but the thing is is that are you aware of the impact that you're having on others around you as you're doing that 
And if you aren't aware, are you sure that people are being 100% straight up and truthful with you? Because I can guarantee that most people will contort and hold back and not say anything to keep the peace, to not make it worse, because they perceive that if they do, then that person will misinterpret it or take it to a way and use it as a as a way, as a tool to harm them, right? And so we keep the peace. We actually, we don't say anything, but we feel differently about it. Like none of us are actually operating on a level truly that reflects how we feel, how we think, and then it then comes out in the words that we use and whatnot. We're not actually conveying ourselves authentically. And we want to do that. We keep talking about it. We keep saying that, you know, we should be free to express ourselves, be free to be authentically ourselves. What we're not talking about is the real life impact that has when you actually start living up to that. And when you actually start operating from that sphere of like, I am going to show up as me authentically. And the truth is, is that it's not going to sit right with majority of people. Majority of people will behave in a way that disappoints you, lets you down, hurts you, harms you. Um, And you're going to have to figure out a way to be authentically you, regardless of that. And you're going to have to figure out what your values are. And it's not as just like, these are my values, here's the list of them. No, but the values that you truly live by or want to live by and how you actually then implement it in your life, right? As a behavioural shift, as a mental state shift, as everything. Like you work to be able to kind of repair and heal yourself to the degree that you are um, comfortable in, in, in being who you really are in sharing from your truth and to to share it against anyone, be it a close family member, a group of friends, colleagues, you know, a particular network. What matters is that it's a struggle. It's not going to be easy. We want authenticity. We want the truth. We, We scream it from the rooftops. We're out there like saying, this is what I'm about and I respect this and I love this and I want this and whatnot. But when push comes to shove, you're not behaving like that and then it's causing a it's causing a deeper harm so I guess that's as far as I can speak about it without actually you know kind of going deeper into other things that have happened and whatnot but that's something that I really just wanted to say out loud I really wanted to say that since it's happened and I do apologize for the coughing fit just before um I forgot to swallow <laughs> and then as I was continuing um yes I, I had a coughing fit and I was thinking god how am I going to edit this out of this episode now I'm going to leave it in you know that's life I had a coughing fit so what <laughs> um but yeah there you have it thank you for joining me um if you do at any point um who knows who knows where all this is going to go what this leads to but yeah I really wanted to th- uh, talk about this today in that This particular incident came up because of someone's name being joked about or whatever else. Um, That comment really, really hurt me. Um, And I felt really, I felt the pain for that person, even though they're not aware of it at all, that it was being done and whatnot. Just on an energetic level, like it exists. And that's what really bothers me is that, sure, you don't, you don't say it to that person's face and they're none the wiser, but they 
they are affected by the energy that you have towards them. And that's the other thing that I really, uh, maybe for another episode to really talk about is that, you know, all the things that we hide from one another, all the things that we prevent one another from seeing, but we are kind of, we're keeping that energetic candle lit and alive and well, you know? And so it's like all these vibes are affecting each other, you know, and they're impacting the person. It's not, it's not okay to be like, oh, well, they don't know. So what, what they don't know doesn't harm them. No, on an energetic level, on a vibrational level, you are affecting them. And so if anything, if I were to recommend a few things to take away from this episode, and again, this is more for me than anyone else, is that be mindful of that. Be mindful of the impact that you have. Be mindful of what you're doing that you may not be aware of, but you're doing it anyway. Bring it into your awareness. Allow your awareness to expand over the things that you really want to care about. Um, You really want to be like a person that stands for that thing, but perhaps you're not quite doing it. And ask yourself why. Why are you not able to stand with this value? Why are you not willing to, or why can you not hold on to like this value or it become part of you? Why is it that you're struggling to integrate with it? What else is there? What else is in the way of that happening? So these are the questions that I'm asking myself. um, And I'm looking forward to exploring further and see where it goes, because that's all we can do, right? We can only take it one day at a time, one moment at a time, and figure it out. And I want to remind you that no one is a write-off. Everyone has the chance to turn their life around. Everyone has a chance to become better in themselves. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're alive, you have just as great as a chance to do that as I do. And I want you to remember that um, you can make a U-turn in your life at any point. You can correct and improve and fully flourish into who you are or who you want to become. Um, But we do that when we are being honest with ourselves. We do that when we are holding ourselves to the degree of accountability that we expect of others. And not just to pay lip service to it, but to truly embody and live it. So I invite myself to do this and I invite you also to explore this with yourself. And I'm here for the journey. Yes, that's right. We're journeying stories. This is the whole point. Um, We all, we're all figuring it out as we go along. And thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this with me. And I will, inshallah, have another episode coming up soon. Take care. Lots of love to you and your loved ones. And we'll speak soon. Bye.